Talkity so. talkity talk, saying things. I'm saying hello, things. Hello, I say things. things. Oh, it's words. Church of love. I say them out loud. Oh, dear, say mama. things a bit louder, things. Say things. I'm not saying no, them any louder. Ha 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 This is as loud as we will probably get. Oh, oh. I don't think I'll talk louder than this. <laughs> oh, this is really exciting. <laughs> I think I have to keep that in. <laughs> okay, fuck it, it's rolling. Uh, welcome to episode two of Church of Love podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, I'm joined once again by Jamie Howie from Chicken Boots. Hi there. And Aidan Wallet, Mr. Trimmer Sound System. Hello. And my name is Father Funk. Um, yeah, I guess we should start with some music. Always seems to be the way. This is uh, By Your Side by me and X-Ray Ted. Came out this week um, on Tuesday. It's a free download. Go check it out. So that was me and X-Ray Ted by our side, which just came out this week with uh, another, uh, another track on it called Now Jump as well. I really like that, Will. That was really good. Thanks, yeah. mate. Dre made a really wicked animation of uh, yeah, yeah. jumping up and down. That animation <laughs> is so funny. It's like um, uh, you put it on your Facebook page, didn't you? It's just like you and Dre just like with these like floppy heads just kind of ragdolling up and down. It's just <laughs> brilliant. It's like, yeah, you absolutely smashed that. 
Um, yeah, I think once again we should start by talking about The Last Church of Love, which was 28 Nuns Later, a Halloween-themed night. That was all the funs. We had uh, Mr. Stabilina, Too Good, I Played a Set, Hong Kong Ping Pong, X-Ray Ted, Bats Bad, Bad Twists, all the crazy antics, we had a live birth on stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just, uh, as usual, just a bit of chaos, but um, I have to say that all the sisters, the nuns and all that, they, like, really stepped their game up for Halloween. Like, the photos from after the event looked like yeah, it was an 80s, 80s zombie movie, like, <laughs> like that kind of on the edge of tacky, but also awesome. The amount of blood, just, like, there's a shot of Neil just, like, his head back and just covered in blood, blood all down his front. And it just looks like it's straight out of an 80s film. It, it was wicked and like everyone got well into it. And so many of the crowd dressed up like fully, fully into yeah, it. There's yeah. some wicked, wicked outfits. Like. And too good and uh, too good dressed up as oh, me, yeah. me and Wobble, which was absolutely <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. There's a photo of like, yeah, too good <laughs> with, 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 with Will and Joe. And there were so many times, like if you're just walking in the corner of your eye, it's like, oh, I need to go and speak because I'm actually <laughs> running the event with Will. It's like, I need to go find Will. I've seen him over there. And then I turn around, it's not Will, it's fucking Tom from Too Good. With these stupid, like, stick-on sideburns and this moustache. Yeah, like, absolutely nailed it. It was brilliant. Um, absolutely nailed your look. <laughs> stupid stick-on sideburns. And, and yeah, actually, speaking of Too Good, I mean, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but um, we have a new single coming out on the 15th of this month, November, uh, which is next Thursday for us, but it might have been last Thursday for you, who knows. Um, we played it last time, but I don't know if we should play it again. Okay. I think it's worth a plug. Why not?
yeah, this week we also announced um, our next Church of Love, which is on February 22nd, which is our third birthday. Very exciting. Three years of uh, being debaucherous and doing weird shit. Woohoo! <laughs> um, yeah, you should check out the event photo. We um, spent a good evening in uh, Aiden's kitchen, which is actually where we are right now. Just, um, yeah, basically covering my face in cake and being licked. It was great. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it's so stupid. Just set up the table to look like a third-year-old birthday party with like a u, like a little unicorn thing or whatever, and balloons and a cake and just just colour everywhere and. Uh, I couldn't yeah. get the smell of squirty cream up my nose for days. I was just like <laughs> just constantly smelling this like cheesy smell in, in your moustache. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was loads of fun and already I think I think. As of recording this, I think we've got five early bird tickets left, but by the time it comes out, we've probably sold out of early birds, so get a tier yeah, one ticket now, involved. or, uh, Grab or you lose out. Cheap. Can't say much about the lineup yet, because we haven't actually done much of it, but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all top secret at this point. So, yeah. uh, what have you been up to, Jamie? Um, that's a very good question. <laughs> I've been working, um, been down in London, working on various corporate events and bits and pieces. Cool, cool. I've also been working in the studio. As of the last podcast, me and Angus Bear Twists uh, yeah. knocked heads and threw out a little uh, yeah. little cheeky hip hop number. I think you might have heard the other night. Yeah, yeah, it's wicked. It's coming together quite nicely. Um, he's not here tonight, or we might be able to play a snippet of it, but. Uh, yeah. You need consent, you know. Yeah, we're, we, we live in a consent-driven world. So. <laughs> but uh, on top of that, I've also been working with Tristan, um, Hip Hop Apotamus, working on our little Cuban thing. It's coming together quite nicely. And, nice. Um, yeah, that's the uh, first few weeks of being in Bristol. I've been more productive musically than I have in the last couple of years. So. Sweet. I yeah, I think, good. I think I've arrived. And if there's anyone out there who wants to do a collaboration with the Chicken Brothers, Woo-woo. get in touch. Me and Aidan just were at BBC introducing live festival. Oh, yeah, yesterday. how did that go? Yeah, it was fun, like lots of um, sort of lectures and talks and demos and like, it was kind of like, I don't know, we were only there for the day, so it was quite, we couldn't really get that much done. But, yeah, there was, there was, it was like a three-day event and each day there was <coughs> loads of re- uh, lectures from people in the industry, like various uh, different agents, uh, people from record labels, people who work in radio. There was like, I, I know that Chris Goss, who runs uh, Hospital Records, was there. He was in one of the talks we were sort of uh, listening to. So loads of big people in the industry all giving sort of tips about every single angle. There was like Mm. uh, (coughs) lectures about merch, lectures about sync deals. And like as a musician, most musicians don't think about sync deals. Uh, For those of of you who don't know, a sync deal is when you've got your music and they uh, license it for adverts, for film and stuff like that. And and it's, it's a lot of stuff that we... We previously knew, but going there and going to these lectures, it was like, oh yeah, shit. Actually, this this stuff is important. Mm. Uh, we actually need to sort of start start doing yeah. stuff that we already knew. But it's good actually, to know you're on the right path. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and I think that's, that's the yeah, the main the sync thing is definitely the main thing I took away from it is like I make so much different kinds of music, and the best way you know it used to be like I have a billion different well I still have a billion fucking aliases for all my different types of music, but. You know that that to do it that way requires you have to promo each thing individually and have logos yeah. and posts and like. Yeah. Whereas I could just be focused more on like the sync side of it and just be a writer that has loads of different styles of music that I get synced to film. That'd be the way to really monopolize on having such an eclectic back catalogue of music. You know. Um, yeah, we also saw Too Many Tees a little set that was wicked. Yeah, they did. They did a little. They, they were supposed to be doing a surprise set in their. Um a little studio they've got there, but because um, it was raining, the studio was leaking. So they did <laughs> it, it was so hard. <laughs> did, did it? They like bless their sound guy. He, was, he like worked his ass off for like ten minutes to move all the the rig, the sound equipment next door to this like little area that was supposed to be a bar, uh, and they did their gig in there. But but while we were. Um, off a, a lecture or queuing for something, they actually did the live screening of their um, uh, uh, new, uh, yeah, their, their new, new music, music video for Patterns, which is an animated sort of music video. Yeah, absolutely amazing. But um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's one of the most incredible sort of uh, animated music CGI videos I've seen. Vibes. Just all CGI, just just like the work that went into that is just yeah unbelievable. Yeah, I know the uh, I know the guy that worked on the video. Uh, he's a good friend. He's in the uh, in the in the industry, but. Um, he told me a little bit about it. He used an Xbox Connect camera to gather the spatial data. What? So he used he just he basically wrote a little bit of code to allow him to use the the Xbox Connect camera to just grab the front image. Oh, okay. And then he took that data and put that it makes, into a load of really complicated. That makes a lot of sense, but still fucking no sense at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much sense to us, but to him, he's managed to turn out this 
It's incredible. It's 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 um, it's not like many other you know kind of yeah. music videos of I don't know kind of 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 a certain level you know like they're not superstars. Too many T's aren't yeah, yeah. rolling they, they in money. They can't. But that looks like a really polished. They obviously you know, put looks, a lot of time and effort into their music videos. And it's a different song for them as well. Patterns is a very yeah, yeah, yeah. A very different style. It's a very different uh, subject matter. It's. I guess we should chuck it on. Should yeah, that's a great idea. This is Patterns by Timmy T's from their album uh, South City, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah that's right. absolutely wicked. You guys should definitely go check that out if you've not already heard it. And links to the video in the description. Yeah, we, we say that, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> We all know about patterns, this one's a crazy pattern This pattern been cracked from dragons, give you the heat like a ring on satin This pattern goes round and round, this pattern gonna fake that sound This pattern double up at the top, it's never gonna stop man, it takes you down You can step away now, you can step away twice But it's written in the sunset, there's more in your eyes There's more in your eyes, yeah there's more in your eyes Yeah that feeling's nice, see that breathe, that feel alive Close my eyes, float away, hold them tight, hold the way, stop the lights, numb the pain, hold my breath as it rain. Have you ever tried too hard? Have you ever tried too deep? Have you ever tried to hide behind something you didn't want the world to see? Who's that man when his mind keep moving? He's talking under the night of his movie, talking a good game, feels like jumping, can't stop shaking, sweating out something. It's a kind of violence, can't swim, still wants to dive in, and still wants to drive, but he can't sit still, so tired on an island. And I'm high on an island And I'm high on an island And I'm high on an island I'm rubbing in the eye, going better to the better man and make a bit of bright, getting fed up with the ground. You know, when I fly, get a penny for your pine like a pension. While that sucker on the pot, then sink and die with a parker on, with a parker pen. I'm only boxing up, too big for arguments. Don't wanna stay, so I say goodbye. Yeah. These vices I live with, I fight with, I write with, I lie with, I try with, and I wish I could try without. But there's fibers and fine leaves that I need to find me the white beams that I see when your lights are out. I wanna sleep like a baby, I'm too afraid I'll fall. Some days I think I'm failing, some days I think I'm tall. Some days I think I'm crazy, some days I ain't too sure. Some days I stand on faces, some days I escape it all. Gritting clothes, eager as that demon knows Illegal hit but beat up bones Cut that tension, walk that rope Did you think that far ahead? It's bleak, my get deep And your vision is short, my friend, yeah And your spirit is weak And that spiral hits, it's dot to dot With that fever pitch, it wraps and locks up And the evil bits, it shocks the corner Man, it takes a grip, tiptoeing where the mother that is you Flip-flop, always dragging no boot Antagonist chatter where the pain goes Splatter when your brain just wanna stay cool Brain just wanna stay cool. Brain just wanna stay cool. And your brain just wanna stay cool. And your brain just wanna stay cool. What? Man. I wanted this flight to another land to escape to another place in an avalanche to a dance dance with a devil in a caravan. I know with the pace of the pattern, make it a hazard. Check the brain matter as I play with the balance. Unstable, caged, embarrassed, unstable, chasing patterns. Unstable, chasing patterns. Unstable, chasing uh, that was Patterns by Timmy T's. Um, well, last time we had that crazy, um, what was it? If you're a dog, what would you be? And what dog would you fuck? <laughs> so I feel like we need to continue that tradition with another silly question. Theme. Yeah, well, th- hey, you got one for us. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a silly <laughs> question that I tend to tend to bring up uh, uh, multiple times late at night. You know, the end of the night, you finish your night. People are, their minds are a bit weird. So you always <laughs> get the best answers from this and the best discussions. 
So the question is, um, on the bear scale, what level would you get to? Now you ask, what is the bear scale? <laughs> well, it's a fight to the death in an arena, and each level is a different species of bear, right? And you've got to fight one after another, and it's how high up the bear scale you can get. Now level one is a koala bear. Level two is one of those little, little Russian black bears. Level three is a giant panda. Level four is one of those big American grizzly bears, the big Kodiak bears. Level five is a polar bear. Um, <laughs> me personally, I wouldn't like to think I'd get past three. <laughs> Especially not if we're doing it in, in order. You do the koala and then you do Yeah, the, that's what I was saying. You know, before, like, yeah. you can I mean, beat if, up. If it involves having to beat up a koala, I wouldn't get past number one. <laughs> like, look at his little face. Not just beat it up, it's fight to the death. Yeah, like, yeah. You have to kill yeah. a I koala. I mean, if, if I really had to... This is a hypothetical <laughs> question, yeah, by the way. Yeah, completely hypothetical. We're not, we're not going to get book a book and a book or an arena and go fight bears. Um, I think realistically, I, mean, I wouldn't want to start a koala, but I don't think I could get past number two anyway, really. I don't know. Pandas are pretty fucking big animals. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, know how vicious they are. Like. No, I, well, that's the thing that they're I very. They can hold their own. Well, that's the thing. They lie on you for long enough that you just. <laughs> <laughs> they're very big animals, but they 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 eat bamboo, um, and they don't really have natural sort of predators. I mean, like some areas they sort of like encounter encounter tigers, but they don't really fight that much. I don't think. So I think you could take on a panda. I think when it gets to a grizzly bear, <laughs> no, that's it. You Game are over. fucked. Yeah, that's, that's, when, the that's when the scale like, goes from cuddly to vicious. <laughs> like, when it's when it's cuddly, I mean, I just I just couldn't. I don't know. It'd be really hard to just get into the mood, you know. <laughs> Uh, Gonna come out swinging. <laughs> uh, let's have some more music. This is uh, Can't Get Enough by Grizz, which is like, I think Ooh. we put it out maybe a couple of weeks ago. It's absolutely wicked. Okay, that was uh, Can't Get Enough by Grizz, which is 
probably my new favourite song right now. Yeah, it's up there with one of the best tunes you've heard in a while. Yeah, it's so wicked. And uh, he did his own vocals on that, which is really cool, which kind of makes me want to try it. Not that it'd be anywhere near as good as that, but what a belter. Uh, Jamie, you were saying you were supporting Ushdi Baba last night. Oh, time. yeah. Played a little gig at the Lanes, uh, Swinging Tings, uh, with Ushdi Baba. I've not seen him before. I was aware of them, but oh, I've really? not, not seen him live before. And, yeah, they're wicked. I was really impressed by them. Uh, really, I really like the, the, the uh, combination of uh, the folky sort of... The really folky jump up knees up vibe and the yeah. beatboxer doing really gnarly bass lines. It's yeah, a really Jackson good, Beast. really good mix. Once yeah, Jack uh, Inexplicable is also yeah, in he's well. also well, in Jackson a billion bands. I can, yeah. I think I can begin and to that's uh, again listen. another problem. <laughs> another problem of how to yeah <laughs> work out which one's which. But yeah, uh, really good band, and I uh, thought I'd bring one of their tracks to the table. So why, why not play their self-titled Oshdi Baba Oshdi by Baba by Oshdi Baba. Bam bam. Oh, da, 
Okay, that was Oshdi Baba by Oshdi Baba. <laughs> Great band. Uh, go check them out if you ever see them in town. I think they play in Bristol for a bit. Um, yeah, we were looking at this, this this article. So we've basically been talking a lot about just the uh, the pains of running events and how difficult it's getting with Facebook and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, I thought I'd start by talking about this story. Uh, it's a headline. US rock band creates fake fan base and plays at Bristol venue to no one. <laughs> So there's this band... No, no one came to the gig. Yeah, this band literally no one. Threaten, uh, I-N, who, yeah, apparently, like, the 180 people, or 180 tickets that they said they sold, they hadn't sold, and everyone that was attending on the event was actually fake profiles from Brazil. This is a gig at the Exchange. And, yeah, no, but nobody turned up. <laughs> and the guy had to actually pay for the venue in the end, even though he wasn't actually... Yeah, he should have been getting paid for this gig. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what an absolute flop. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's mad. Like um, like uh, like looking into it, it's like his his management basically, uh, to to get him a UK tour had like uh sort of using social media and using those sort of paid accounts that sort of get loads of bots to give you likes had built this whole following. Uh, so that on on paper, so, some small venue in the UK is like, yeah, yeah, they look like a big band. We'll get them involved, but no one's really going to look into where the likes are from, and like most of them are from Brazil. And then the, the, all the venues on this UK tour had been like in touch, being like, oh, so how many tickets have you, have you sold? And uh, all of them, he's, he's like lied, saying it's close to sell out. And then the band has turned up, and uh, there's no one there. And um, with this Bristol show, the support band, um, like a few of their fans had turned up, saw their sh- set, and then left. And they, they like in this interview, in this in this one article, they said that they felt so bad for this band. They stayed and watched their sets. So this <laughs> band played to the support band, um, and it happened. Uh, I, I think more than one venue because this was the Bristol one at the Exchange. I think it happened a few venues over they the were, country. They were doing a full UK tour. Yeah, a full UK tour. And it, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like like their management must have lost so much money for that. And it's like, how does that even make that band look good? They've yeah. just played a UK tour to no one. But also, it kind of goes to show yeah. how like it's weird how much likes and all this bullshit counts for these days, when actually it doesn't. In this case, doesn't represent at all what's actually. Reality. It, doesn't, it doesn't count you know I mean? for anything, does it? But I, I just mean a lot of promoters will book people because it looks like they're, they're big online. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that. There seems to be way too much focus on that. You know, if you don't look into where the likes are based. Yeah, it's almost you know, like, like even even with landmass. If you're looking at like South America compared to Europe, mm. you know, just like the 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 fan base is is effectively useless unless you're doing international gigs. But I just feel like, like it's got to the point where people actually get paid more fees based on their social media presence and likes rather than their actual skill and talent and pull. Yeah. It's, it's an easier way for promoters to, like, you know, judge an artist is by just quickly going on Facebook and looking at their Seeing likes. Seeing how many likes. Rather than actually yeah. putting the time in to know what's big at the time and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know plenty of people that don't really use Facebook but still get massive shows and, like, you know, people that have way less likes yeah. than me, for example, that get paid way more and get play more gigs. It's, like, completely fucking irrelevant. And it's, yeah. it's annoying that that's become such a big part of... It's, it's like interesting that art. it has become such a cornerstone yeah, of yeah. promotion, of finding out something about an artist, and there are some artists that don't use Facebook whatsoever. Yeah, and that's you know? t- and that should be fine. It's, you know? it is, I, I well, appreciate yeah. how it's a tool, but it's like it's annoying how yeah. I think like we said this last time how many people I know that are amazing, amazing producers, but just because they can't really be asked on Facebook, they've not really got that far with it, and it's like it it's, so, be, it's yeah. so frustrating. Shouldn't be a stumbling block. Mm, it should. Yeah. It should be something that is just another t- another tool that you use, like the music production software or, totally. know, wh- yeah, whatever it is. Um, should we have some more music? I think we should. I feel like we probably should. Um, I don't know. Maybe um, there's this new Beetlejuice remix that I think you put out this week or last week of uh, Snoop Dogg featuring Pharrell. Let's get blown. The Beetlejuice remix on SoundCloud. Free download. Brr, brr, brr. Brr, 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 brr. So would you make it easy on me and 
take this drink and hit this weed. Two step with me, let's slip to the dance floor. On and on and on and on we go. I'll dip you if you want me to. You see, I really wanna get a little funk with you. Bigger than funk with you. A nigga wanna hump you and then just comfort you. And then I'll pop the top and lay you on the cot and get you nice and hot. Yeah, yeah, it's all to the real. We can do it like God. Come on, girl, let's cheat. Let's get blown. The beat the juice remix, absolute banger. That's funky. Big ups on that. Uh, Yeah, what a nice bass sound as well. Sexy little squelchy number. Um, I guess going back to the point we're making about uh, you know Facebook promo and all that business. Do you want to talk about the issues you've been having? Yeah. (laughs) New Year event. Yeah. So recently we announced our our New Year's Eve uh, tremor party, uh, and we've uh, each year New Year's Eve we always go for with a different theme. Last year was. uh, um, well, what was it? There, uh, just had a mind. <laughs> I'm just had a mind. Can we start that point again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was it? Austin Powers. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Keep of fear, this in. Fear, fear and loathing, like the fucking year before that. Jesus. Yeah, it's all just blurring into water, isn't it? New yeah. Shenanigans. But it shows yeah. you've been in the game a long time. Yeah. You've done so many events that you. But yeah, each New Year's we always do like a, a silly theme, and um, this year we decided to go down the uh, the Wolf of Wall Street uh, uh, route, and we called it the Wolf of Trinity Street because uh, the Trinity Center is on uh, Trinity Street. Um, and Woo-hoo. each year we always, uh, I always sit down and um, edit a really silly uh, sort of promo video to get across the just the the, the sheer sort of entertainment value that our, our parties have. They're just ridiculous. Um, and so this year I took some clips from the Wolf of Wall Street uh, to sort of set the scene and then went into sort of footage from our, um, uh, our sort of last few New Year's and used Featurecast's uh, new track, Remedy. Is it, oh, a remix of Electric Swing Circus, Remedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, the clips I chose from the Wolf of Wall Street um, had, I think... Uh, there was about 10 seconds or 15 seconds uh, and it had three swear words um, and uh, I posted the video boosted boosted that and uh, the boost kept getting denied 
Facebook got in touch saying you can't do this. Uh, well, we don't. Uh, our policies mean, uh, mean that you can't uh, boost a post with profanities because uh, people uh, may get assent, uh, offended and uh, it, it may be mis-selling a product. And my response to them was, it's not mis-selling a product. It's an 18-plus event that's boosted at 18-plus and it's about that. It's, it encompasses that. Um, so I had then had to spend another couple of hours re-editing the video, making a clean version. Um, and uh, most people with a clean version would either have silence <laughs> during the swear word or, or a bleep. I, f- I found a sound clip of someone sniffing going... <laughs> 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 and uh, so every swear word is replaced by someone sniffing. And uh, it, got, it got through Facebook's cracks. It got through the net. And uh, now that so boost good. is running. So we're using that to promote uh, the New Year's Eve show. But it's just mad that um, I have to like... Yeah, so many loopholes. Just, just jump through so many loops to just... To just get the event out there and like it's it's so challenging to just put it in people's faces but everyone I've shown that video to, video to is like oh my god that's the best promo video you've done like this this is the best event I'm so excited but Facebook and like all the barriers in, in place are just like no no one's going to see that and it's so hard to just to get that to the people but when the people see it they're just like shit this is the best. Are you getting good engagement off the video now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, yeah. But because, the thing is, I'm getting good engagement now, but because of the stumbling block of having to then re-upload the video, is that initial couple thousand views of... Mean nothing. Uh, mean nothing. And the new video, because those people have already seen it, they just see that uh, that thumbnail crop up and, and they're they like, oh, I've already it. seen yeah. it and don't watch it. And then suddenly it's... Yeah. it's um, so what what would your engagement be? What how much how many views have you had? Uh, and how long has it been? Just actually, just out of interest, just to yeah, kind of so give people been, an idea of the timescales and stuff. Yeah, so it's been. I mean, it's up to uh, seven and a half thousand. I think it's been up uh, sort of four or five days. Uh, and the initial not too bad. yeah, it's not too bad. The initial video had been up uh, a day, and the initial video, uh, if I can find it, I think it was at three thousand anyway. Uh, so they're it's just like <laughs> it's just trying to find it I mean, it's, it's just, just there yeah is the initial video is at 3,300 3, oh, uh, which is not too bad but that was in one day I got 3,300 yeah, yeah. and this other one's been up for four that's days that's the other thing too is when you have to like redo stuff like that on Facebook it's like because you've kind of already had your one good post for the day that you've had to take down the next one you put out you know, it gets way less than if you did put that one out in the first place. You know what I mean? There's just so many bloody things you have to like sort out with Facebook. It's such a oh, such a bastard. Well, I guess since we were talking about the video, should we have the Featurecast remix of Remedy by Electric Swing Circus? Yeah, yeah. smash it's it out. The track which you use in that video and Featurecast and Electric Swing Circus are both very lovely, awesome people. Um, yeah, let's have it on.
Okay, that was uh, the feature cast remix of Remedy by the Electric Swing Circus, which awesome. came out, uh, I think, this week. Yeah, um, well, it'll, be, it'll be last week when we, uh, the podcast comes out. But yeah, oh, yeah. come out, rag, rag, rag time, rag And if you're listening in the future, then it came out a while ago. It's out now. <laughs> if you're listening in the future, but that how's, is the, heavy. how's the weather? <laughs> that is heavy. Featurecast, once again, yeah. bringing yeah, absolute fire. <laughs> Such filth. He's a rowdy, rowdy DJ. So yeah, going back to the uh, conversation about uh, events and the fucking joys of Facebook. Aiden, I believe you have a very interesting story for us all. <laughs> yeah, more of an announcement, really. Yeah, well, so uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was last week. Um, was in the office with Will and um, a couple of other people, and we were all sort of working late. And um, I was like, oh, we were talking about a game we used to play as a kid uh, called The Floor is Lava, oh, yeah. where, uh, where, you know, you had to get across the room and you couldn't touch the floor because if you touched the floor, it was lava and you'd burn to death and you were out. Uh, and... Um, <clears throat> I, I just, in my head, I was like, wouldn't it be funny to play The Floor is Lava at Ikea? So I then took a stock image of Ikea and stuck on the most ridiculous, like, CG lava on the floor. And it just looked so disgusting. It just looked crap. Uh, and then I was like, wouldn't it? Job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I smashed out in five minutes. And then I was like, wouldn't it be funny if there was an event? So I just, I, using a... Uh, a, a sneaky Facebook profile I have. Uh, I created created an event uh, just just to see what would happen, and I put this event out there called the Floor is Lava called, at IKEA. Called the Floor is Lava at IKEA in Bristol. This event is happening on the twenty second of February. Well, you say it's happening. But... Well, yeah, I say it's happening. Uh, well, it, on Facebook it is, um, and it is uh, as of recording this. It has been uh, four days, almost exactly, since putting up this event. And uh, this event now has nearly 38,000 people attending. <laughs> 38,000? 38,000 people this attending. This is in like three or four days. Okay. Yeah. And, and two million reach. Yeah, and it's had nearly two million reach. And how does that stack up to your usual experience with promoting an event on Facebook? <laughs> well, like, in the, in the last, seeing, seeing this event just explode over the last four days, it's given me some time to think. And over the last seven years of running events, the last seven years, if you add up all the people who've clicked attending on top of each other and all the reach I've had, I don't even come close to this one event <laughs> I made as a joke. In five minutes. In five minutes. Seven years of hard work versus five minutes as a joke. That's, like, uh, that's quite astounding, isn't it? And yeah. is, is, do you find it disheartening? Does that make you feel like <laughs> the last seven years have been... What am I doing with my life? A waste yeah. of time. Well, I mean, it's kind of disheartening that the, 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 the state of the scene and the state of everything, it, it's just so hard to get cool events out there. Yeah. But when you create something as a joke like this, people are just so quick to be like, oh, yeah, let's get involved. Um, and it's just like a lot of these people just kind of see, see something, jump on the bandwagon and go. Um, and it's, it's just, just, yeah, just blow me away. It goes back to what we were saying before about the... Yeah, the, the way that the sensationalism of Facebook and how, like, that's not actually... It's very easy to... F yeah, people forget it's not real life. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, people... Like, it's you know, the polished version of it. Yeah, exactly. Things. People are more into, like, some silly photo than they are into something real. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. It's just that's the way that Facebook makes you interpret things. And are things that do well on Facebook. And, like, I don't know, it's just, like you say, it's, it's sad that the legitimate events are harder to push. But ultimately, that's just the way people are on Facebook, you know? Yeah, it's, an, it's such an interesting... Yeah, it's just so, so funny. Yeah. And so there's, there's now an article on Bristol Live about it as well. Someone's yeah. like trying to hunt down this mystery event organizer, which is actually yeah. just it, it, it's it's mad. Like um like this fake account has had two two messages from uh, two different uh, press people. One of which was this guy, uh, this report from Bristol Live, and um, <laughs> I replied being like, okay, I, you know, um, I'll speak to you soon. We've uh, uh, I'll speak to you next week. And he was like, oh, I'm writing about the event now. This. Uh, this article is now live, um, <coughs> and the article's, the article's called The Floor, Floor is Lava Game is being organised at IKEA, and people are either excited or sceptical. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Like, some of the, some of the quotes from people, um, like, well, they, this, this uh, one, one person has posted in the event page saying, uh, uh, there is a fine line between genius and madness. I'm not sure which side this event falls. Um, I, I I think it's 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 both. It is. I mean, 
it was created as a joke, but it is genius and madness. Like it's madness that this many people are jumping on board to an event that was created as a joke, and it's mad to think that. Like yeah, that quote. The re- the response to the announcement has has been mixed and divided the city. <laughs> 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 like, like, yeah, the, the press are, are claiming that I've divided the city in this event. Okay, so Aidan, it started as a joke. You did it in a few minutes. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and now it's kind of got to the point where you're engaging with over, well, almost two, two million people at this point. More by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> And it is a joke. You don't want to see it through. You don't really no. want to go down to Ikea and do this. <laughs> no, you don't... obviously not going to happen. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it, makes you, it makes you think now, looking back on it, it's like, okay, so this is kind of... It was a joke, but it's become a kind of response to the world of promoting events on yeah. Facebook. And, and yeah. Facebook in general, like the kind of way we use it, yeah. the way it is kind of intrinsically flippant it's just yeah, a kind the way of people throw away digesting, life throw, yeah, yeah. and, and, and it, it again goes back to what we were saying about promoters looking at artists and just quickly checking their Facebook page and seeing whether that's what they want and it's like yeah. if you're good at Facebook like yeah. everything will be alright but, that's the, but this, that's the thing from this this event was created as a joke and this guy but you're who, good at Facebook yeah but, but this guy <laughs> who <laughs> the, the, what a lame thing to be a thing <laughs> Why can't you put that into Tremor more? Uh, like, you're so good at Facebook. I'm good at yeah, Facebook. I'm good at Facebook. I can create an event that's got 40,000 people. <laughs> Come to my party. What's your reach, mate? <laughs> but, but from that, this, this guy... Aiden's in... got a massive reach. <laughs> I've seen it. It's huge. <laughs> but that's the thing. From that, this guy who manages like a YouTuber and a couple of other sort of, uh, social media celebrities got in touch and has seen this event with these numbers and wants to somehow use it for his gain and his goal. And he's just, that is going back to that, that number thing. He's seen these numbers and he's like, it's shit, I yeah. can utilize this. And it's like, it, it's, it's just baffling how like all people see is the numbers on the surface. And yet there's so much deeper than that. And it's, it's in this day and age, it's trying to translate everything else to those people uh, when all people see are just what's on the surface and it's just like eh. it goes back to that um, event a few years ago that was the same thing Mm. that was set up as an Ikea hide and seek or sleepover or Easter egg hunt or something (laughs) and then a couple of weeks before the actual event it changed into uh, (laughs) a couple of weeks before the event it changed to an actual gig event for somewhere and you know again split the city in half some <laughs> people were like that's disgraceful and other people were like that's really clever use of yeah. new means yeah. of, well, of the, social that's media that's the other and, thing too is like, if, if they're going to make it this hard for us to promote our events then why the fuck can we not just take the piss and do stuff like that you know what I mean? yeah but does that mean that now Tremor's future promotions are going to involve <laughs> other like big multinational companies and 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 kind of I think the thing with that, the thing with that though is ultimately you know the majority of those people A a lot of them aren't even from Bristol mm, and yeah. B like even if they are from Bristol they're not necessarily going to be into our night anyway so it's not it wouldn't really be that beneficial to us to like switch that event at the last minute you know what I mean no not at all mm. but, um, but there is there is a kind of there is a kind of message in it where it's like well that is more successful than everything you've done in the last seven years yeah in mm. one post which is hilarious so, but a little bit depressing <laughs> but, but it's surely, really depressing but, su- but surely there's a way of of getting a similar level of engagement with random stuff and putting links to tickets to events in it yeah like, like is, guess, that, is that immoral I, I mean I don't know it's all about like, playing a game isn't it oh, now, yeah right? where, like, where I'll, are the I'll lines do... drawn of what is what yeah. is correct you know like and, and I've run um mailing lists for, for like MailChimp and stuff like that mm. you know you can't just take all of your subscribers from one event and start yeah. advertising a different event to them because totally. it, it breaches the data protection or whatever the new GDPR rules are you know it's, it's like it's, bands reinvent themselves and people get really pissed yeah, off yeah, yeah. It's, it's still, it is a kind of a fair point you can't you know you can't like lead someone along to one thing and change it at the last minute but at the same time I think you know this whole thing is just a great reminder that Facebook is a joke guys and it's yeah. not real life and everyone remember that we should, yeah. we should get everyone try <laughs> meet, meet up in person yeah and do all this like meet, like drawing and memes stop taking things so seriously <laughs> um yeah 
Well, you know, well done for admitting well done, yeah. that. And I think, I, th- I think, you know, well that's done like for a, a new high in your <laughs> personal reach. Good yeah. confession. Uh, let's have some more music. This is a uh, 20 silver remix of Keep My Baby Dancing by Electro Deluxe, which is super sexy. Let's get it on. Okay, so that was Keep My Baby Dancing, the 20 Sill remix, which is funky as shit. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that was really wicked. Um, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, samples section. We did the sample section last time, didn't we? And I believe, Jamie, you have one to bring to the table. I do, time. indeed. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's Concrete Schoolyard by Jurassic 5. And the sample the, is? The piano line from that, which is uh, a fantastic track by Ike Turner called Getting Nasty. Getting Nasty. And um, yeah, we should listen to that right now. And I think that's a better. This is a better example of uh, someone that's actually done something with a sample. Rather yeah, than rather than a, a straight off. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting talk that that yeah. funk discussion, but it's, yeah. not, it's not for right now. But this is <laughs> this is true hip hop sampling, yeah, taking man. a sample and reworking it. Um, yeah, yeah, this is uh, getting nasty by Ike Turner.
Uh, yeah, that was Ike Turner getting nasty, which is sampled in Concrete Schoolyard by Jurassic Five. Mm-hmm. Absolute beast. Um, what was, wasn't didn't uh, Featurecast do the version? I'm trying to remember what it's called. Mm. Tappy type. Yeah. Tappy tap tap tap. I might have to. Yeah, I might have to uh, freshen that one up and give it a shot myself. Actually. Yeah, like listening to that, it's just like the whole way through. It's just waiting for Jurassic Five to come in. <laughs> yeah, <and> they don't. <laughs> yeah, what an absolute classic that is. Uh, well, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Wrapping it up one more Finally time. Finally been, been a bit more concise this time. A bit less ramble ramble. It's not but, bad, is it? Second time <laughs> in with... with hopefully a little bit, little bit less editing is going to be involved this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, hope you're enjoying it out there. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We're actually signing off this time, which I think we forgot to do last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think last time we had like one too many bottles of wine and way too much whiskey. <laughs> Let it peter out naturally, whereas yeah. tonight we're yeah. going to put it to bed. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks a lot for listening, guys. I've been Father Funk. I've been Aiden from Tremor. I've been Jamie Chicken from the Chicken Brothers. Woo-hoo. Love you guys. Big love. Peace out.